of nature, earth, and sky is a center. Then there are all the sacred places that become centers because we value them. Cathedrals and stone hinges, museums and art. There are books, there are religions. There are prophetic people, each with their own wisdom. And of course, the wonderful animals, each with their own consciousness. And then there is love. The friends, the partners, the children. The love of God itself, helping, giving. We could talk about centers of love for hours. Yet all of these centers, even love itself, are only centers to the extent that each individual can feel them, act on them, learn from them. You must take them into yourself. This is because you must be the many centers of your own life holding your own inherent worth and dignity. Surely you are sacred. Your body contains genes that connects you to the beginning of life on Earth four billion years ago. Sharing genes with early microbes, you carry the whole history of life on Earth within your DNA. And then there is your brain, wow. A human brain, I read, is the most complicated organ in the known universe. Surely the physical is not less than the spiritual or transcendent. Yet genes and brain structure do not determine who you are for they develop under the complex influences of childhood experiences and all past experiences at all ages. Your brain has its own accustomed pathways of thought which are quite physical because neurons in your brain fire in a certain accustomed order. Yet you are not hopelessly stuck for these pathways of thought can and do change. And what is consciousness? Who and what are you or what am I? Most of us feel that there is a little person inside our heads that directs all of our activities. This little person holds our memories and our sense of self, he, she, it, they, the little person is the source of our identity, our sense of unity, the feeling that we are one consistent being. This allows us to function in the world. So here stands the little director in our heads, holding that sense of self in a world where the worst of misery meets the deepest of beauty. 
a world where there are no easy answers, a world where people get tired, angry, sad, frightened, and sick. The little director makes mistakes, harms others, does wrong, and has the potential to fail tragically in life. I don't know if all the bad stuff is meant to be a learning experience that helps the soul to grow. That would make the bad stuff okay on some larger view that the little director in your head cannot see. But I'm not here to judge that. You're a you, you, you decide that for yourself. I'm just picturing how the little director holds and organizes everything that goes into the making of a life. It holds, for example, the job and the volunteer work at the food bank. It holds love and consistent care of pets. It holds all friendships, human contacts, long-term partnerships. And if that little self is a parent, then it holds the awesome and overwhelming commitment to raising a child. So in spite of pain and imperfection, that little director in your head must, must touch that center, which is love. It must touch many centers to find bits of wisdom and to maintain commitments. I think if the little director can't touch some centers of meaning, we will not be able to manage in life. I can guess what some of you might be thinking. The little director is just a little ego that must be transcended or must lose itself to find a true center of meaning. Of course, but we are talking about many centers and we are talking about more than one truth and maybe we're talking too about variations in intensity. The inherent worth and dignity of every person does not depend on deep spiritual experience, though those experiences may possibly be there. Well, I heard just a little about studies of happiness. They say we are happy when we experience something called flow. Flow comes when we are completely absorbed in a task that takes our full attention. It must be difficult enough to completely absorb us, but not so difficult that it becomes frustrating. If you really can't do the task, then the task will not flow. I get flow when I write a sermon for church, so thank you all for that happiness. 
the little director in my head steps aside and I'm too busy writing to think of any worries or problems. This is not deep transcendence. It's just a focus away from the little self. But what is deep transcendence? Is it when we feel our own soul? Mary Oliver said it did so beautifully in a poem called Maybe that she wrote about Jesus, quote, Nobody knows what the soul is. It comes and goes like the wind over the water. Sometimes, for days, you don't think of it. Maybe, after the sermon, after the multitude was fed, one or two of them felt the soul slip forth like a sliver of pure sunshine before exhaustion that wants to swallow everything licked their bones and left them miserable and weary, forgetting. The soul comes and goes like wind over the water. I love that part. When the poem goes on to talk about forgetting, well, I guess not everyone forgets. I'm sure some of us right here in this sanctuary remember special moments of transcendence or connection. The back of your order of service describes it as the direct experience of that transcending mystery and wonder affirmed in all cultures, which moves us to a renewal of the spirit and an openness to the forces that create and uphold life. And so, we are encouraged to seek our own truths. Yet I keep returning to that ultimate question, what is consciousness? How does our amazing human brain really hold that self-awareness that we all feel? Science cannot say. Philosophers write about it but have no proof. None of their theories have impressed me personally. But what do you think? How deep can a center of meaning go? Is there an ultimate or absolute center, a soul center? Is there, as the Quakers believe, a bit of God within each of us? What is that little light in each of us? like a copy of the transcript of this sermon, you can find most week's messages at www.uuburks.org sermons. If you have any thoughts or conversation about today's message, we hope you'll take a moment to stop by our Facebook page and share them. And from all of us at First UU Berks, 
May this chalice light your path and guide your way until you join us again.